Hey, welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who care far too much about physical appearances when it comes to their cell phones talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they're right. We both have flaws in our cell phones. Yeah, I, and I immediately want to trade my cell phone. And it's the smallest, it's the smallest crack it's in my phone. It's a pretty significant crack. I'm disgusted by your phone. <laughs> Don't it's, look at it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have the same. I dropped my phone accidentally the one time I didn't have a case on it for like two minutes, like an <laughs> idiot. And I basically spiked it on the ground on an accident. You were and putting just, it back into I it. I was putting it back in the case. <laughs> And then God just laughed uh, at me. That's the worst. It's like turning your safety on as you shoot yourself. <laughs> it's ba- it's that's the exact analogy. That's that, what that they happened. use in gun school. Is that? Yeah, that's they, what they taught me in my guns mm-hmm. guns university. <clears throat> All six years. Yep, <laughs> got my degree. Um, what are we talking about today? Okay, today we're not talking about cell phones and how disgusting ours are. We're talking about travel. So we're 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 traveling places like Ooh. talking about travel, traveling, traveling, <sighs> not basketball traveling. No, we're not talking about locationary. Right, we're not Is talking locationary about locationary. A word? I've never heard that <laughs> word before. I've never once heard that word. That's not a word. Locationary. I'm gonna Sounds... take. I'm gonna write that down. All right. Um, so travel has changed a lot for me mm. growing up. I mean, not really. I mean, still, I still do it. I'm still going from one place to another place. What, were you a were you part of a traveling family? I was my family was a traveling fam. Hmm. And for work, for leisure? Mostly leisure, but I we weren't a family who like we didn't go to like the beach and get a beach house and and do things by ourselves like we if we were traveling, we were visiting family. Okay. Right? That makes sense. And so we had a lot of family who were a couple states away in different directions and things things like that. So during breaks, we would 90% of the time, travel by car, and you station load wagon? it. Just a minivan. <laughs> just a minivan. It's just a taller station wagon. Right. It's a bigger, it's a beefier mm-hmm. station wagon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, you, you, pa- you pack your, uh, your second row of seats with pillows and blankets, because I don't know why, because all children are uncomfortable 100% of the time, apparently. And, yeah, I, I, uh, I remember instances of feeling very bored, but there, it's also... Some of my fondest memories are just traveling. Just your father yelling at you from the front seat to stop yeah. arguing with your Just sister. being screened, yeah. Yep. And I'm not touching you, I'm not touching oh, you. Oh, memories. Oh, yeah. Yep. You had your window that you had to look out of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what were, um, what were some of your forms of entertainment on okay, trips? Okay, so let's see. I was, back when I can remember traveling, I was probably seven or eight. Okay. So this is like 1997. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got... Uh, Discmans. <laughs> um, we've got um, Game Boys. Game Boys. Mm-hmm. Game. Um, let's see. 2000, oh, that's still Game Boy. Maybe a Game Boy Color. Ooh, you know. Man. I was. I come Money from bags a, over you know, here. Not a. Not a. Not well off family. Um, Father, Father Stratton. Was, yep. Uh, I could I see it. colors on my little. Oh my gosh. Screen there. I remember. I remember the kid who, whenever we would go on like uh, like camping trips as like a youth group or something, the kid who had. All of the gear attached to his game. Oh, I, I totally had that. <laughs> that was you. I had I had what well, I the had it for like a fine glass. Yeah, because why? Because I'm 90 and I have to see my little 
Ash Ketchum sprite going around. No, he's not. He's, gotta get all of them. Yep, gotta gotta get them on. I gotta see them. Well, if I'm had, gonna do it. They had the one with the magnifying glass and then the, like the fold out speakers. Yeah. Oh my. It was all that one was thing. You? It was yeah. all one thing. Oh my god. But that was the original one, and then later I just had like, little odds and ends, like because because it didn't still didn't have a backlight, so you had like the little like like curly flashlight thing that plugged in the side and drained your battery. Oh, that's for, like, right. They weren't backlit. Oh no no no. Because no. <laughs> why would they be? You know. Did they have their own... Did it use the battery from the Game Boy? Yes. Yes. It did. So, yeah. You the, turned it on and... There's a sea later. of dead AA batteries that's just from me. Just from you? Yeah. Alone. <laughs> I destroyed them. Yeah. Um, Game Boy's old, good old-fashioned books. Remember oh, when we used to read books? I remember when I could read a book in a car without getting car sick. Ooh, I've never gotten car sick before. Wow. I never do. You're gonna... You're gonna... We're gonna get done with this podcast, and you're gonna get in your car, and you're gonna read a, a road sign, and you're gonna throw up. Good. I'm just like, it's just like with my phone, like, right, it's gonna, just because yeah. I talked about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's you're gonna, gonna happen. You're gonna turn the safety on, and you're gonna shoot yourself in the leg with vomit. Yep. I guarantee you. Perfect. I can't, uh, if I'm in the passenger seat, I can't read anymore. When like, did that start? Was I, that wasn't when you were a kid. It was, uh, I was a teenager, I think. I when was, was the first time? How did you know? Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear me. Uh, I was reading a Nintendo Power magazine, actually. And I was in the back Hell of yeah, our... you were. <laughs> With my power glove on. <laughs> and my <laughs> my game genie. That was a... Uh... Such a cheater. <laughs> Listen, peripheral man. <laughs> hey, man. Just because you can't see not your tiny the game, black man. screen. <laughs> Mario's huge. <laughs> You're a little Japanese boy. It's like a 72 inch plasma now. <laughs> What's plasma? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had... Uh... <laughs> what was I talking about? Um, what were you talking about? So I think I was reading a Nintendo. I was reading a Nintendo Power magazine. Yeah. And we had uh, a Toyota Sienna, uh, a big white eggshell mm-hmm. egg of a van. Mm-hmm. Um, that my my mom loved that van, and I wrecked it. <laughs> I wrecked it when I was like eighteen. Uh, that's On another purpose, story. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I hate you, man. <laughs> I hate all Toyotas. <laughs> and uh, we buy American <laughs> in this house. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I um, I was in the backseat reading the magazine, and I just felt I felt nauseous. And I was like, "What is happening?" And the more and more I read, the more nauseous I got. And then I realized, like, oh wow, that okay. just happens to me because I hate reading. Oh, okay. Just the more I read, in in a you know just sitting down on a sitting. sofa, I just get. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is this is the worst. Just comfortable blanket. Oh no, where's my climate. where's my awful cell phone screen that I can look at? So you just you just felt sick, and then did you know that time, or did it happen after? I think I tried times? it again later. I thought maybe it was something I ate or the road we were on, and then I I tried it again later and. Same thing. It's like, man, I can't read in the car anymore. Wow. That's, that's <sighs> Getting weird. old sucks. I don't want to grow up. I I don't. Decided. <laughs> Shortest it. episode. End it. Unplug it. <laughs> Next one. Let's do it. Um, See, nowadays though, like forms of entertainment. Like I remember having like the like the backpack of like all the. Oh, stuff. you you have like your suitcase and you have your backpack. Oh of yeah. goodies. and it goes with you in the back seat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had the like the. the the books you would read. Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's just like kids have a phone. No, I, I had a backpack full of Calvin and Hobbes comic oh. books. Calvin Hobbes. And which were like, you know, the giant oh, like yeah. rectangular ones. Yeah, they took up the entire back seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I had a library. And, <laughs> a library. uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, wait, did you have different gear for trips than I did then? No, I mean, I think you named a lot of the same. I never actually had a Game Boy. 
growing up. What? My brother had one. I had every version mm-hmm. of Game Boy. I, my brother had a Game Boy Color. It was a, a yellow one because he was obsessed with Pokemon. And so um, I would play his from time to time, but I remember being obsessed with Game Gear. Mm. We yeah. also had Game Gear. We ha- <laughs> I had a Game Gear, and I remember the batteries lasting exactly four minutes. Yep. And then everything would die. So I would be in the backseat of the car. And, and my- it was like 12 AAA oh, batteries. Oh, it was so many. It was an army it was of absurd. double A's. It looked great. The actual screen. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Come on. It was awesome. But yeah. And, and, and but you none powered of the a games, small city to <laughs> run it. None of the games would save no. when the batteries died. Nope. And uh, so I'd be in the back seat looking at a, a brick of an electronic, <laughs> and my brother would be playing Pokemon on the same AA batteries for four days from straight. 1984. Yeah, it was insane how well the batteries lasted in the Game Boy, and Sega was just like, uh, "That's fine. They can they could buy more batteries." You have to have. Yeah, we we always had an AC adapter with ours. I didn't think it was about uh, back what then. movie Surf Ninjas. It was Surf Ninjas that promoted the, the game, game Gear, gear. because That's the right. little brother could see into the future yep. using his Game Gear. Oh, man, man, we were lied to as children. Gosh, my Game Gear didn't tell the future. It lasted forty-five minutes to well, play Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> it died, so I guess. Wow, it got real dark. <laughs> I had uh, I had books. I had um, my my parents would actually buy like books for kids that were traveling and so it had like activity pages of like oh wow and license plates in alabama and i'd say hey i see an alabama plate and then i would win that page and it would just be me by myself in this little victory with the dead game gear waiting down the other pages <laughs> and <I'd> circle <laughs> it's alabama literally just a paperweight now <laughs> just circle alabama <laughs> on top of your your tears soaked <laughs> pages oh so did you, you, you traveled a lot as a kid, but primarily to visit family. Right. Do you have any trips that you took that you can recall when you were a kid that were strictly for leisure? Not many. Hmm. Um, and have, even if we did, I don't, I don't think like the actual traveling aspect would change that much. Hmm. I, do, I do remember um, one of the first few times, not the first time I flew on a plane, but one of the first times... Um, I was probably around 10. Oh, yeah. And I, I just, like, suddenly I was, like, I remember my parents saying, we're going to go to Houston to visit some some friends. And I just had, like, a panic attack. I was, like, oh, wait, this is what a phobia is. A 10-year-old panic attack? Okay, so <clears throat> what, what were you? I was scared of flying. I was, like, <laughs> I was like oh, cool. Like, instantly just, like, images of a fireball in the, in the sky, <laughs> which is a normal <laughs> response when you think about what the hell flying is. You're in a giant metal tube in the sky, You're then how seat. that's not magic, I don't know. <laughs> You're in a seat soaring through the heavens. Like, literally. Like Aladdin. I was, I. Ten-year-old I, I, <laughs> Aladdin. Deep-seated fear to the point that, like, my father, who's a psychologist, we literally did, like, exercises okay, to get me to this point to where I could, would get on. No, it's, it's very boring. It's a breathing <laughs> exercise that will. It's not no a training place on a podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're the best around. You're not doing push-ups on Mount Everest. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> running up Philadelphia <laughs> steps. Just your father's just making the air thinner and thinner. <laughs> I'm in Colorado. Come on, Jordan, get up the stairs. How does this help me with flying? We need to go to Houston. <laughs> it's so cold. Training my son to not be afraid of planes. As another father is training his child to do the same thing. <laughs> Mine's gonna fight a Russian boxer. <laughs> well, we have different goals in life. Yeah, cool. so we I had this fear of flying and literally had like multiple I went I remember I have a distinct memory about going to his office 
and laying on the ground and doing like visualization exercises oh to my fight God. my own anxiety. Wow. And about like, you know, visualizing being on the plane and he would like walk me through it and all these kinds of things. And I mean, I went on, I'm not afraid of planes now. So apparently those 17 years of schooling you went for, Did it worked. Did he have any like turbulence exercises? Yeah, he just punched me in the face repeatedly. <laughs> just, just started, I'm like, it's so realistic. Yes, lay down, Jordan. Visualize yourself on the plane. The food cart is coming around. Turbulence! <laughs> Jordan, we're gonna die! <laughs> the oxygen levels are going down. He's got his, he's got his hands on me like Homer Simpson, just like showing he's me, holding like he stole an oxygen mask, dangling and- just out of reach. <laughs> And he throws you into a pool and throws a couch cushion in after you so you can practice floating on. <laughs> Visualize it, Jordan! This is a, this is so realistic. I'm glad you're trained for this. I'm ready! Father, take me! Father, I'm ready. <laughs> so I'm not afraid of flying anymore. Great. Yep. It's great. No problem flying at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready, Father. Did you ever have to pee out of a car because there were no... Or, like, go out to the roadside to, to pee or anything. I, Emergency bodily road, functions. Roadside pees, yes. Multiple as a times child. as a child. Uh, there was one time, I remember, we were visiting some, some family in Nebraska. Mm. Yep, I said that right. People actually live in Nebraska. And we were driving through, of course, nothing. And we were you visiting... Know, Nebraska. We were visiting my grandmother on my Sorry, dad's Nebraska. side of the family. And um, I had to poop so bad and i was in the back seat and i was shaking i was shaking because i had to go so bad you had the poo shakes yeah and, and i'm looking around there's like no cover there's no trees but there's also no one no else people. around yeah. and i'm thinking dad pull the car over and just let me go no one's gonna see no one's gonna know any different we can get back in the car and he kept saying we're almost there we're almost there we're almost there so we pull into this neighborhood that has like four houses and we pull up to the driveway and I, I run out, and I mean, I'm sweating. I'm sweating <laughs> at this point. A prairie dog in it. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it's like a slushy at this point. Oh no! <laughs> it's not even something that's controllable. Cinnamon slushy. Oh. <laughs> so I run. I run in, and I don't even say hi to anyone. Of course, the whole family's there because they're waiting for us to get there. I run in, and of course, the bathroom's on the first floor, right by the living room. So I run in. And I do what I need to do, but I sit down, and the second I sit down, I throw up all <laughs> over the bathroom. <laughs> and then I poop. So then, and then the toilet clogs. Wait, no. And so then. This isn't true. This is 100%. Wait, so you sit down, you puke everywhere. Uh-huh. You're still on the toilet, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's you're, you're somehow maintaining yeah. balance on this commode. Uh-huh. And then you're It's like a gogurt and someone stepped on it in the middle just Oh god, right both ends just both shooting ends. out. And so then my family who I haven't seen in years has to come in, unclog the toilet and clean up all the vomit on the <laughs> ground as I'm saying, "Hi, it's nice to meet you." And someone says, "You've gotten so tall. <laughs> <laughs> Look how big and disgusting you've gotten." Wow. I can't read in the car. <laughs> well, this brings up an interesting point though because how much have I feel like travel itself is so much defined by control, mm-hmm. and as adults, obviously we can do whatever the hell we want to. Right. We can stop at whatever gas station we want to if we're about to have a blowout from both ends. Right. You know, we can do that. There's a Shell station <clears throat> two miles. Yeah, we're gonna stop Starbucks there. Starbucks everywhere. Yeah, 
And Starbucks are the best too because they have like the individual bathrooms. They do, and they're usually clean. America, and then you get caffeine. Clean caffeine. Yep. Clean. <laughs> you can rhyme it. You can put it into a into a hip hop song. Caffeine bean. But how much? I mean, that was the thing about travel when you're younger. It's like you had to have your your backpack full of, you know, supplies mm-hmm. because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yep. You had, you're stuck in this car and you can't stop whenever you want to. And in the front seat, if you if you grew up with both a mother and a father in the front seat, there was always the the, the father was always, we're gonna make it, we're almost there. And then the mother's like, maybe we should stop. It doesn't look so good. <laughs> just these warring opinions about your bowel system. You're just trying to get through. <laughs> Hold it in. Are you okay? We're almost there. We should the- stop. You're in the back trying to ignore it, looking for different license plates in the book that they got you. Try to ignore this giant <laughs> combat scenario happening in the two front seats. Pennsylvania! <laughs> it's throwing my game gear in the car. <laughs> travel <laughs> travel you, you're enduring it as a kid like you I feel had like you're to. experiencing it travel as an adult. was yeah travel was one of those things as a child that you just went along with you yeah had zero say in anything no nope. uh you just you went because your parents went right and uh travel for us was was really interesting because my my father uh is a simple simple man he all he wants to do is stay at home and play his guitar he's an amazing guitar player <laughs> But literally, all he like, all he would want to do ever is sit and play his guitar. So the idea of getting into a car and driving away from his guitars to go somewhere else—sweet, sweet guitars—they're <laughs> the, lonely without me. No, they will not get played. <laughs> My father is a, a, a peasant, apparently. <laughs> Plebeian. His lute. Um, but he would he would bring the guitars with him, and then he would find a quiet place and mm-hmm. he would play his guitar like that's what he would do he would travel miles and miles and miles away from his home to play his guitar somewhere else and so you just described a, a musician that's, right that's what they do but like to the nth degree oh. like uh as far as like being sociable he, he would be sociable to the point where he needed to 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 be where he could peel away and and go play his guitar <laughs> find his passion <laughs> yeah exactly and uh whenever we went on trips because i had family in california and we lived on the east coast uh whenever we had to get onto a plane it was always me my brother and my mom my dad would never go he would say yeah no i'm not getting on a plane you guys have a good time and then we would go (laughs) because of his guitars he just he the, the idea of travel for him was not something that you know, some people have that travel bug. It's yeah. innate in them. Like they have to go see the world because life's too short and this world's so big. It's all there he to was be like, seen. I'm, I'm fine that it's small. I'm okay that my world is small because my guitar is here. That's him. Like, Didn't your dad meet your mom <clears throat> in the Philippines? Because he was in the Navy. Oh, he was basically he was a kid and he was along for the ride. Right. <laughs> but okay. yes, he did meet her in the Philippines, and then he immediately, when he was out, was like, I'm moving here and staying <laughs> I'm right moving here. here, and I'm never leaving again. <laughs> Which is odd, because we actually moved around a lot. Oh. We moved around a lot because of the Navy. Again, it wasn't his choice. He wasn't, like, blindfolding himself. Well, why did he go into the Navy the if he didn't like to? Because I feel like most people say, I'm going to the Navy because I love to travel. Discipline. That man loves discipline. Wait, does he come from, a, like, a military family? He comes from a single family home. Single, single. He comes from a 
His dad left. <laughs> single parent home. Single parent. He got no daddy. He got. He got no what daddy. What did I say? Single family. Single family home. Did I just turn into a? Real I mean, we're agent? in a single family home right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have a single family home. <laughs> Not a single family. <laughs> this is the understanding of single family home. Every time a real estate agent is like, "This single family home is going to be great," I'm like, no. We're we're planning on sticking together for the kids. We don't want to see this. What one. are you trying to say, Cheryl? <laughs> it's beautiful. Let's split up. <laughs> we want this house. We can't let the real estate agent know that we're together, <laughs> Karen. So he just liked the idea of being military. He he liked the idea of that structure because he was the oldest of eight kids. Oh wow! And his when his dad left, he had to immediately become like I'm the 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 sort of man, man of the, the house. house. Right. And so I think that that level of like structure and discipline was embedded in him early, yeah. forcefully. And so it, logically the next step for him was like, well, I guess I'll join the military. Right. And he did. And it worked out great for him. He's now an eye doctor, but he was an eye doctor in the with Navy. So He's an eye doctor with so much discipline. <laughs> he just whips those eyes into shape. I don't really want to check your eyes. I'm going to play my guitar. <laughs> I love my doctor. He's very talented. Doesn't do anything yeah. about my eyes, but man. My ears feel great when I'm done. <laughs> He's a magician with that instrument. Oh. But yeah, so, we uh, we didn't travel for, for leisure when we were kids. Not not very often. Yeah, very rarely for us to. <clears throat> it was, uh, actually, we've never, as, a, as kids, we never went on a trip uh, as a family to just go on a trip Mm -mm. it always had family on the the receiving end of that trip i could probably i don't want to say never i i think we went maybe i could count the amount of times on one hand the amount of times we did it though Mm -hmm. just for leisure just to go somewhere to be on vacation yeah we'd never done that i mean i i used to hear about um families who had you know a a a lake house or a cabin where they would go camping you know rich kids yeah yeah (laughs) Kids with money. Uh, kids with all the Game Boy peripherals. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I had to see my screen. Dr. Mario's so fine. Uh, we, that, is, that, is, that is an interesting memory, though. Just the idea of, you know, when I didn't have those peripherals, uh, the idea of, I have distinct memory of playing a Game Boy at night, and but you can only play in the short, uh, instances where you go under a streetlight and I, you can see it out the window. I have distinct through. memories of driving in the car and just watching the back seat light up in orange for like a second and then it go to black and then it to orange and because you're driving under the streetlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, there's something weird and It's a weird like trance-like It is. Thing. And then you hear the, the car moving. I don't know. Yeah. And it's usually late at night I wonder, I, I don't, th- I, part of me doubts a lot of kids even have that same experience now because there's so much just at your fingertips, literally. Yeah. With with phones, with with iPads, with various screens, and I'm not against screen time. Yeah. For kids, but hmm. still, like, how many kids just have to sit in the back seat and look at the and exist and just live their life, <laughs> introspe- and just have time to think. Sit back there introspectively. And Hold this dead Game Gear. <laughs> What's a Game Gear? <laughs> what is this? It's from 1990. What? Is no. this used for building houses? <laughs> what is this? This is a. I could murder a man. It weighs with this. so much, <laughs> so heavy. Ugh. So, um, we we traveled uh, in the car quite a bit because, again, my dad, like you know, my dad was in the military. We traveled cross country twice. 
I've driven across America two times. I've I've never I the I've driven from Kentucky to you know out west to like Colorado Arizona. How long of a drive was that? Like three three days. Three days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I suck at geography. <laughs> That's like right next door, right? Yeah. Uh, so the first time we drove cross country was from uh, Columbus, Ohio to San Diego, California. That's a and then drive. we drove from San Diego, California to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh, yeah. literally so, end to end. End to end on that second, the second trip. The, the San Diego to, so the, the Ohio to San Diego trip was in 96. I was in sixth grade, or I was in fifth grade going into sixth grade. <clears throat> and then the San Diego to Virginia trip I was a rising junior, which sucked because I went to a new high school as a junior, and I didn't know anybody. Oh. I didn't know anybody. And from San Diego... Good thing there's no social pressures oh, or gosh. anything in high school. In San Diego, uh, Filipinos, Mexicans, Latinos, like they're the majority in the schools that I was at. If you were white in those schools, you were the minority. And so we drove cross-country to Virginia Beach. Which is 40 hours, by the way, straight through. 40. 40? So almost two days if you were to drive just constantly. From San Diego to... To Virginia Beach. And I mean, most people, like, when they're doing the the sort of the that massive stretch, like, maybe 10 hours is, like, the max, especially if you know you're going to be driving again the again next day. Again the next day, yeah. 10, yeah. Because 12, you're just done. Well, you're seeing things on the road. Yeah. My dad would, like, take micro naps, and it was the most terrifying That's thing. It was the most terrifying, terrifying thing to watch. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, we need to pull over. And of course, hey, we're Fair almost fine. there. We're almost there. Hold it. <laughs> we're almost there. I can see it in my dreams that I'm taking. Get tossed. <laughs> He's just playing guitar. Just dancing guitars. He's driving a stick shift Toyota Corolla, <laughs> and he's playing his guitar while taking a nap and doing 85 in the middle of the night. I'm all about multitasking, Dad, but I feel like this might not be the best <laughs> I was Morty. way to utilize it. I was Morty it. as a child. <laughs> I don't know, Rick. <laughs> Uncle Rick. Um, <laughs> all right, so travel, travel now. I, I want to know, you guys travel quite a bit. We do. And that's that's something I did want to get to. So as much as we didn't travel, you know, just for leisure as a kid, now something that actually my dad and I, we, we've he's kind of confessed to me in recent years that he says that, and it's something that he's been working on, he, he just that his his big, um, probably, I wouldn't, not vice, but, but his, as a father, he was so prone to look for security in like family when it comes to money when it comes to just just being able to be stable hmm. um and so a lot of that was like yeah we'll, we'll take vacations but we'll go see family because that's the cheapest thing we can do and right. we want to be like and we were never like you know we weren't on welfare we were we were fine i was never worried about game finances i had game boy peripherals <laughs> clearly things were going all right <laughs> this game boy peripheral is the second game boy in case the first game boy dies they just bought me six new game boys <laughs> why is this do i do I play them all? No, this is just, okay. Um, but recent years, um, so when I was in eighth grade, um, my mom got cancer. And I remember the next, you know, she, she, she went through chemo. She went through all, she's cancer free. She has been for year, like over a decade now. Awesome. And, but ever since then, they have been, you know, my dad's just been like, that really was kind of an eye-opener for me that we need to be, like, experiencing more. Like, this doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. if we're not, like, experiencing life together and having these great new experiences. So, um, especially since I got married, uh, we've been, like, my parents have 
done a pretty significant trip, whether we're on it or not. They could usually invite us to go too, but somewhere, usually internationally, just because they want to have that experience to be able to live life. That's awesome. And so they're really trying to embrace that. And I think that's that's kind of, I mean, I'm in the, I have the same kind of tendencies to want stability and to have safety when it comes to finances and, and you know, worrying about my family and things like that. That's, that's kind of a neat thing that I probably I learned from him is that, you know, just thinking about the family overall. Right. But also, you know, now he's, you know, my, my dad's still teaching me things about how it's important. These things are important, but they're not everything. Right. Right. You hold on to a lot of those things thinking they're like the most important yeah. thing. And then, you know, and you don't even think about it because you, you just say you grow up and that's just the ingrained process. Like, exactly. This is it. And then unfortunately, sometimes the only thing to break that spell is something that it, it has to almost be disastrous. Right. Like, it has to know, shake you out of it. It, does. it has to be turbulence in it's, your, in your uh, dad's therapy office. <laughs> human condition sucks, man. It just sucks. It's that, so like, true. Something has to be so jarring to like wake us up to be like, hey, you know, maybe you should live your life. You know, yeah. wake up calls. Good. No one ever says yeah. they love to wake up call. <laughs> Whether it's literal wake up call. I was already awake. <laughs> Uh, this guy's gonna kill someone. <laughs> uh, room four hundred two. He's yeah. He's definitely gonna kill someone the second he gets off the phone. And get up there, please. <laughs> I mean, um, so all yeah. that to say now. I mean, I, I I do appreciate travel a lot more just to travel. Mm-hmm. Like and and I like I've liked to travel before, but just being able to be out there and then a lot of times be out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Which which fortunately we've been we've been super fortunate to be able to travel internationally quite a bit since mm-hmm. being married, even though we're still you know, my wife and I are still young and you know, being able to be in different cultures and be inundated with people who don't speak English, who <clears throat> who you know, have completely different um, backgrounds and, and yeah, it's 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 it gives you a completely different perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys just got back from Finland. We did. Your uh, your home your homeland. Me homeland. Home, that's, that's not the language. That's not the accent. I know I said that. Invention of the sauna. <laughs> the sauna. Which you have told me that that's how they pronounce sauna, and right. you won't hear the word sauna anywhere. You will never hear that in Scandinavia. You'll hear sauna. 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 Yeah. It sounds more exotic that way. It does. Sauna. Sauna. <laughs> hey Brent, heat up the sauna. <laughs> that boils back. <laughs> I gotta sweat it out, Brent. <laughs> The only thing that helps. <laughs> uh, steam it up, sweetheart. Um, steam it up. No one has ever said that. <laughs> That's the knob. It says nah, and then says steam it steam up. <laughs> Turn it to nah. It's so hot in here. Nah. I know. I said steam it up. I I underestimated how steamy it would be, Brent. Why aren't you listening to me? I'm trying. Stop so playing I'm your drunk. guitar. <laughs> Stop playing your lute. It's an outdated instrument. I'm sweating to death. Steam it up. We're making shirts that say steam it steam up. Steam it up. Steam it up. Steam it up, bro. Just a dial, not a steam it up. No. Uh, yeah, On a so scale we- from not to steam it up. We're... <laughs> Where do you find yourself on the international travel scale? <laughs> so yeah, Finland was great. Oh god. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a. We went over there. We met a bunch of. I met a bunch of family I'd never met before. Awesome. Cousins, aunts, uncles, that kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, it's it's. But once again, like, never been able to do that, and 
but being you know having a family that prioritizes that now you know that's that's an experience i'll never forget that's awesome right i think my passport expires this year because <laughs> i got it uh i got it a decade ago yeah almost a decade ago like right when we got married and uh they last 10 years right i think it's so 10 years so yeah, H- yeah hannah's hannah's expired <laughs> right before she oh, she no. found out she realized her her passport expired two weeks before we went to ireland oh. And that was probably the most stressful experience. Oh, and it was super easy to get a new one, right? Oh, super simple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those where she's like, do I need to drive to Washington, D.C. to pick up this passport? I've done that for my brother who was driving, who was going to Japan. Not this last time around, but when he was 18. (laughs) And we went, we literally got her passport in the mail. We we looked online. We talked to a bunch of people. She talked to a bunch of people. Um, But we got the passport the day we left oh to the airport, my for the airport gosh. the morning of in the mail so you were just you were just banking on it you're like yeah, yeah it's, i mean it was supposed fine. to be there and we're just like in the mail in the mail wow yeah i mean it was like the three to five days and it was like the fifth day oh of course of course it's the the yeah. larger number yeah yeah right because it's not gonna come any sooner like, than it'll that. be there in like two to steam it up <laughs> two <laughs> steam it up oh i guess I gotta wait till it steams up we can go until it steams up, but we're leaving that day. <laughs> Just imagining a trailer with the windows <laughs> shut, but steam like, pouring <laughs> out. The most of- disgusting <laughs> man comes out just drenched in sweat. I wouldn't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you guys, you guys just got back from Finland, which is, a, <laughs> which is amazing. Yes. Um, my, my wife and I, uh, we went to... We, we went to Mexico on our honeymoon. We got incredible prices on the flights and the hotel stay because it was around the same time that the bird flu. <laughs> the bird flu was was rampant and no one wanted to travel. And, and here's two newlyweds. Look, man, the birds got the flu. The birds are in the sky. <laughs> this is where you get the flu. I'm not flying on that plane. I'm like, yeah, well, we'll go. It's fine. That's we fine. got we. It was so cheap to go. We if went, you, you know, if you get the bird flu as a kid, you don't. It's it's way worse when you're an adult. <laughs> but once you get it as a kid, you won't get it again. It's like shooting yourself in the leg. If you get shot in the leg as a kid, as a kid, you won't get shot in the leg as an adult. That's just science. It's you can't science, fight it, man. You can't fight science. You can't <laughs> fight it when science steams it up. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. All right. So. I want to know uh, what's what's one place um, what's one place you want to travel to because you're talking about being outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, and like, I mean, for for us, oh, we're... I don't want to be out of my comfort zone. So don't ask me where I want to be out of my comfort zone because I'm gonna say nowhere. <laughs> but I'm gonna say I want to be like... home playing guitar, <laughs> playing dad, with my guitars. Dad, dad, wait, dad, son, what are you here? <laughs> uh, when you know, travel is is all about those new experiences of new cultures and like doing your best to inundate yourself with those cultures as opposed to trying to impose the things mm. that you mm-hmm. are used to and comfortable to in other places, which we do so much here anyway. Right. So those things in mind, like what's somewhere uh, that you and your wife, you can speak for her since she's, since she's not here, you know, um, where's somewhere you want to go? Somewhere I want to go that'd be more outside of my comfort zone. Um, although I don't know if she wants to go there or not, but I want to go to Japan. Mm. I haven't been there, mm-hmm. and I know it's it's you know if I go to the city, I'm gonna have no problem. It's not gonna be yeah. too far in my comfort zone. Um, but still, like it's it's 
Oh, but just, like I want to go to the city. I want to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. I want to do it all. The rural areas apparently are incredible. I've never, I've never been either. My brother and let's uh, go, let's go his, today. Uh, now fiance, <laughs> they they got engaged while in Japan. What? I didn't know that. Yep, they got engaged while in Japan. That's awesome. It was incredible. It was at the. He proposed to her at the hotel. Did you know he was gonna do this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's funny everyone knew except for her and so when she got back and was like look and they were like oh god finally <laughs> <laughs> you knew <laughs> everybody knew that's awesome um but he proposed to her at the hotel from uh with bill murray and scarlett johansson lost in translation yes the hotel in lost in translation it's one of their favorite movies one of their favorite dogs. oh that's awesome uh, sofia coppola i think but that was that's one of their favorite movies, and so she, uh, her name is Bianca. My brother's name is Josiah. She had been wanting to go to Japan since she was little. She had, I mean, this is like years mm-hmm. in the planning. And the beautiful thing about Japan is that, like, here a restaurant comes out, and then like next week it's gone. Mm-hmm. There's been restaurants that have been around for forty plus years there, and she knew that she's a chef. All oh, right, yeah, and so. She had the list of like, we're going to go here. I want to go here. I want to try this market. I want to try this. I want to do this. She, so, she sounds like a planner. <laughs> she just, it's been like, this has been a dream of her since she was little. Oh, wow. So this was like. So this was like the trip to oh, this was her if he was going to do it. Too. And so one thing my brother Josiah said to her, he's like, can I plan the last day of the trip? And, you know, she's like. I... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. Absolutely not. So he he played he planned the last day and he uh, he splurged on getting um, the getting a room at that hotel from Lost in Translation and that's where he proposed and um, it, it was he told the story of how it worked he said uh, so they were in the car they were in like I guess the equivalent of an Uber or a taxi and they were in the back seat and he he looked at the driver. And he pointed to his ring finger, and he held up the ring, and then he pointed to Bianca, his then girlfriend at the time. And she, of course, the language barrier was hilarious. So she just starts nodding her head, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she gets it. So she puts a blindfold on Bianca. And uh, Josiah said, I was walking through the foyer, and then he out loud was like, oh my gosh, Bianca, this foyer is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And she's blindfolded. She can't see. Oh, yeah, but it's great. But they, he, he takes her through the foyer, into the elevator, all the way up to the room, out to the balcony, and then you see this, like, you can see the whole city, yeah. and then that's where he did it. That's awesome. That's pretty, that's, pretty, that's a pretty great story. Okay. Well done, Josiah. Good You're job. listening. Well done. Wow. <laughs> but he just, they just got back from Japan. Right. And just seeing their posts online on Instagram is just like, looking at it, thinking like, I want to go. I want to go too. I mean, it's, I know you just said it's on your list. Right, it's, right. it's on my list too. I I would love to go to Japan and just ramen my way through yeah, the entire day, place. Just constantly. <laughs> Give me ramen and sushi every day and I will not be an unhappy person. What about you? So where's, since I already took Japan, yeah. clearly. I mean, Japan is definitely one of the things. I've never actually done like, you know, London, France, Italy. Like, I, I know those are all three very different places. I mean, um, it's all, I mean, Europe. It's you just there. Hit, I haven't yeah. done a European trip. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people do that Euro trip and then they, they will do like the the train rides to the different, you yeah. know, different places and, and, and see it all. Some people will do the backpacking route, and which sounds terrible. I will not do that. Um <laughs> I'm very averse to walking. <laughs> um, why? We have cars. Why would you do that? 
<laughs> it's terrible. We've, we've created ways <clears throat> to not do that. <laughs> I, Why would you not take advantage of those? I definitely want to do that someday, and my, my wife and I have that on our, our bucket list to go. You know, we're, we're at the point right now where we've got two kiddos. It's a little, a little tougher to do it. Um, and there are times, you know, we, we'll have a, a rough day with the kids, and we put them to bed, and we look at each other, and we say, what did we used to do before kid? And before the end of that sentence, one of us will inevitably be say, "Will inevitably say, travel. We travel. <laughs> we, we went places and we was, saw things. We, we ate brunch all the time and we traveled. That's like literally all we did. We drank mimosas and we went to Nebraska. That's what we did. <laughs> I mean, we would do like day trips, like to to North Carolina or to DC, Just like whatever, you can. because we could exactly. Yeah. Like, let's stop and get brunch first. And then travel. <laughs> like, that was that's what we how did. simple it was. That was what we did. Right. But one of the things that we wanted to do early on with our with our kids was um, acclimate them to travel. Mm. And so this last well, how summer, how do you do that? You just do it. You just do. <laughs> you force them. That's how you do so it. This well, last, as with anything in parenting. <laughs> this last summer, we went to Austin, Texas. We'd never been. Right. And uh, we everyone said, "Oh, cool. Do you have family there?" We said, "No." We, we're just going to take the girls, and we're going to go to Austin, Texas. We're going to awesome. go to San Antonio. We actually we actually did see family in San Antonio. Yeah. But the whole idea was to see Austin, San Antonio, Waco, and Dallas. And we did all of those things because we'd never seen those things before. You and the girls said, came with us. Was this the first trip that you're just like, we're going to go because we're going to want to go? With, with, the, with girls, the girls? With the girls, yeah. Because the year prior, we, had, we did Nebraska. Um, oh, you actually did Nebraska. <laughs> we did. We did. We went and saw family. We took a plane, and um, the youngest one screamed the whole time on the plane. <laughs> Good. But that's par for the course. You know, we just expected it. We're like, if she screams the whole time, oh, well, she screams the whole time. That Everyone oh, else God, can get over those, it. You're that family. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, guys, it's us with the children. Let's <laughs> steam it up. <laughs> steam it up. Turn it up. Turn it now, Brent. <laughs> We're going. Oh, I already did, Darla. And then it's steamed up. And then it's just the party plane. <laughs> the steamy party plane Crying. with my two-year-old. Crying children. <laughs> so actually, I have, I have an interesting question. I, I, went, I went today and I went and grabbed uh, some beer from a friend of mine. Mm. And uh, she, I was telling her that we were going to do this podcast today on travel. Mm. And I wanted to know, just, just real quick in passing, I said, it was travel... The, was travel better for you as a kid or as an adult? And she immediately said, oh, as a kid, 100%. And yeah. I said, why? She said, because you didn't have to worry about anything. You just True. went along with it. So then then I, I posed the question. I said, was travel actually better as a kid? Mm-hmm. Or is it better as a kid through the lens of being an adult? Right. Because you know the logistics of what your parents had to go through to drag you along. Right. So... Then you have to think about, would it be as good? Like, looking back, if I were 29-year-old me, which I am now. Wow. Right? That's real coincidence. It's crazy how that how works out. That? So if, if I were to have the same experience of travel as I did when I was a kid, so I didn't have to worry about anything. I didn't have to worry about paying for a thing. I didn't have to think about which route I was going to take. I didn't have to think about expenses for gas or for plane tickets. I just got to go. You want to be a YouTuber. That's, that's basically what I want. Um, every, Smash that like button. Every, <laughs> if everything was paid for, and I get to go back and just sit in a seat and do whatever the hell I want intro, in, in an introverted way. That's the dream. It's kind of the best. But like as a kid, that's you want the opposite of that. You want to be able to control. You want to have the ability to say where you're going to go, right. when you're going to stop, what you're going to see. 
but I don't know. As it's, long it's, it feels as like you love me. <laughs> You're right, though. It's, it's blasting it's, Bastard Boys. That's all I want. It's uh, it is that weird like catch twenty two. It's the like, grass is greener kind of thing. Everything's handed to you, and it's yeah. like, hey, we're your parents. We're gonna take you to these places, experience this stuff, but. We have to keep you on a short lease because you're a child and you'll probably inevitably kill <laughs> you yourself might die. or get lost. You will probably <laughs> die. And so it is It is weird. Like, yeah, it's all given to you, but you're kind of in this, like, bubble. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you want to go to these things? Well, pay for it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, I wish someone would just do this for me. Just way more caveats. <laughs> There's caveats on both sides. It's true. So which is worse? Ah, we will get into that in a second. I have a but, headline. I was about to say, because I, I know you, you were really <clears throat> excited about this article. I you have. Found. Okay. So um, years ago, before my wife and I had kids, we were watching the uh, the documentary Long Way Round. It was Ewan McGregor and his friend Charlie Borman decided they wanted to buy some motorcycles and ride motorcycles around the world. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it was a fantastic <laughs> series. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it was incredible. But during, during their trip, they ran into a guy who had been traveling around the world on foot. So the headline that I found, I wanted to remember exactly how long. And I don't remember how many times he'd been around the world at the point when uh, Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman found him. But this headline, at the time of its writing, uh, says, the headline is, Meet the man who traveled 47,000 miles around the world on foot during an epic 11-year odyssey crossing six continents using 54 pairs of shoes. So this guy... Okay, first of all, there's no part... I like to travel. I like seeing other places. There is no part of my human existence that wants to do anything that this man does. So one of the quotes was... uh, So the first quote is... I had a midlife crisis and had to leave my past life and find something different, end quote. Start quote. I'd rather be eaten by a lion than eaten by society. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes so hard I have a headache. You could probably hear it on the microphone. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, he's not a religious person. He's a spiritual person, he's isn't he? super spiritual. He's got a, a stone <laughs> that uh, denotes his mood. <laughs> probably always blue because of body heat. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, think about, like, that's the complete opposite end of the spectrum of what we're talking right. about. We're trying to find that balance of, like, how do we get to experience what this the whole world has to offer? Because it is huge. It's yeah. a big world. And we, we have this tiny slice that we literally, like, if we didn't do any better than what we do now, we would see our home. We would see our place of work. We would see our grocery store. And like, think about, like, that's the way it was for everyone until like a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. like you got up, you did your chores. Oh yeah, and that was it. And, and you went you to died. bed, and, and then, then you died. died. There's a Jerry Seinfeld bit that like nowadays people get up and they travel wherever they want, and then they come back and they say, "Oh, that was terrible." Back then it was like, "Okay, I traveled from this side of the country to this side, and I guess now this is where I die." Yeah. Like and now I'm dead. Yeah. And then sometimes people didn't make it. Like the game Oregon Trail was about people who didn't make right. it. Right. Like, oh, he drowned in a river. That's right. He didn't make it today. He died dysentery in Nebraska. <laughs> and we, we we opted to cock the wagon. Was not the that right was choice. such a mistake. We uh, we ran out of rabbit meat. Right, but like that's that's crazy that like in in recent years, I mean relatively recent, that you actually have this idea that I can 
honestly, I'm in a place in my life. I don't, I'm not in the top, you know, I'm not, I'm part of the 99%, but like I could live a lot of places on this earth mm-hmm. and I'm completely aware of that and how crazy that would sound to anyone else 50, 60, <laughs> that would take years them ago. years to get from uh, the middle of the country to one of the ends. Like, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's insane to think. Of. And then like also to think like I, I went to Israel at the beginning of the year. Let's, let's, let's think about that <laughs> sentence for a second. <laughs> I went to Israel. Like, they wandered around in the desert for 40 years. That's, they made a big book about just that place, okay? It's mainly years there. they wandered around in the desert. And I went, and like, okay, this is cool. I just went, I was like, this is a fun January experience. Great, and then I came back, and then I came yeah. back. Like, like, <laughs> and that's fine. And it was okay. I was ready to be back after 16 days. Yeah, we also, the entire group got sick, and we got stuck in Austria. <laughs> Which oh. is not a bad place to get stuck, by the way. Say. Not a bad place at all. But yeah, this dude traveled 47,000 miles around the world on foot in an uh, epic 11-year odyssey. That's that's crazy. I'm trying to think like what I did the last 11 years. I drove my car a lot in the last 11 years. I've, yeah. dr- I've driven two, three cars, maybe four cars in the last 11 years. 11 years, I was graduating from high school. <laughs> I've driven a lot of cars. And I was a sad person. A sad, I still am. Sad person with your Game Boy perifs. Well, it was a Game Boy Advance then. Come on. Oh, man. Did you have perifs for the Advance? Nah. Perifs for the Advance? They had backlights, bro. Jeez. So rich. Yeah. Rich in life and experience. It's no big deal. (laughs) So Japan is on both of our bucket lists, which I guess means we have to uh, just set up a dual trip. I guess so. Wouldn't be the worst thing. (sighs) All right. So we are at the, the point in our podcast where we arrive at our scientifically proven <laughs> justified <conclusion>. purely <laughs> based on science this is the part where and we empirical data it up. that we just created <laughs> we go from nah to steam it up <laughs> in about an hour or so let's take you there <laughs> All right. buckle in buckaroo <laughs> i don't know who went first last time uh, uh i'll go first it's okay fine. vr all right your turn <laughs> <laughs> it's always vr <laughs> Okay. Okay, now you have me thinking about VR. But do you really want to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Let me All right. Put, let me, you're going to put 60 seconds I'll on the clock? Give me a second to do that. I just said 60 seconds on the clock. 60 seconds? Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. That's the uh, the new Will Smith single. He's coming That's out with good. new music. No, he's not. He is. Is he still getting he started, with it? He's starting, he's, uh, he's doing, he's vlogging. He's vlogging. That. And so, and then his son has started, started putting out new music. God yep. help us all. And so, in response, he has started putting out new music, Big Willie style. Whew, it's about time. <laughs> Getting steamy with it. Na na na. Oh my gosh! Not steamy. Oh my gosh! I, I didn't even get it until you said it. Getting steamy with it. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. He knew. So, he's going to be on this podcast next week. <laughs> Uh, hear me out. We're talking about music, specifically music from 1999. <laughs> was being a Fresh Prince better as a kid, or is it better now as an adult? <laughs> We're talking about uh, Fresh Princes. What's your opinion oh on Fresh God. Princes? Being a Fresh Prince as an adult is way better because of all the VR. I love your Will Smith impression. Yeah. That's great. Spot on. <laughs> Psh. Psh. 
All right. Okay, 60 seconds. On 60 the clock. seconds. Wait, wait. So this is the part of the show. Yes. In case this is the very first episode that you're listening to ever. This is the part of the show where both Jordan and myself spend 60 seconds speculating whether or not uh, – or no, speculating what tr- what the topic of the podcast, and in this case travel, is going to look like in the in future. In the future. Yeah. Right. Okay, ready? And go. So I th- – <laughs> I do think VR is going to... No. Stop! <laughs> Flying cars. Um, so I think travel with uh, like ride sharing and the ability to travel to places where um, staying at, 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 it, at lodging and things like that is just cheaper with Airbnbs. Like the idea mm. now of like traveling somewhere, the first thing my wife and I think of is like, let's get an Airbnb because it's so much cheaper than booking... A hotel right and as a result of that i think travel is just becoming cheaper now getting to places is a different story but i see the technology getting cheaper with electric cars and so i think as a result of that uh mass transit is going to start to become a thing that is cheaper because you don't have to pay for gas and things like that it's all tesla and elon musk and mars and grimes uh, <laughs> it's going to become cheaper and people are going to do it a lot more Nice. All right. Boom. All right. I agree Grimes. with a lot with Grimes. I just agree with Grimes. She's going to change the entire industry of travel. Um, no, but I, I think that travel itself is going to become a lot more accessible. And I think um, technology is going to make it so that we're going to get places a lot faster. Um, we're looking not not at VR. I think we're going to see um, planes that can go higher up in the atmosphere. So it actually mm. it shortens the amount of travel time. I mean, we took there's looking at. They're looking at planes right now that can travel from New York to London in like a couple hours. It's crazy. I didn't know about this. I'm it's, it's ridiculous. And uh, so the ability to, to be able to travel, if that becomes the new norm, you know, to be able to spend the amount that I'm spending now on international travel on a plane that gets me from all across the world in eight hours max, that's stupid. That's, in, that's, yeah, that's It's crazy. absolutely insane. And, like, there's no reason – I mean, obviously it's not cheap, but still, like, if you're if you're the kind of person who loves to travel and wants to have those experiences where you're out of comfort zone and experience different cultures, you want to be able to do that and, and in a in a more efficient way. Boom, and teleportation. And so, teleportation. Uh... Elon Musk, where are you? <laughs> Stop working your submarine. Uh... It's done. They're safe from the cave. <laughs> still... Work on a teleporter. He's still building it. Oh. <laughs> it's got cup holders. <laughs> choked on my beer <laughs> uh all right jordan so what travel travel was it better or worse when we were kids uh, whoa checkmate i <laughs> i think it's worse as kids okay i think as an adult i've made so I've gone already gone to so many more interesting places. I've gone to places that weren't aunt and uncle's houses in Michigan. <laughs> and I want to do more of that. And the fact that I can make that decision and I, I can if I I can bring Calvin Hobbes books if I want to. Boom. Why wouldn't don't, you? Don't tell I can, me I can't. I can still do that. I can bring I'm gonna go to my attic in Kentucky and get my Game Boy peripherals. I'm gonna whip that bad boy out. <laughs> and I'm gonna play Carry some, on, lady. I get I did still didn't catch them all. I got Probably 40, 50 to go. I don't know. Don't don't look at me when I say I didn't catch them all. That's you know what? You, well, they're they're, mo- they're they're monsters. We've you know that they are. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. This I think this might be the first episode where I we're, think uh, 
it's better. It's as definitely an adult. the first one where we both thought it's true. It's better. It's as an adult. true. You know, it's the first. Uh, it's a. It's there's. It's just weird because we. I. I have such fond memories about just sitting in a car and like there's something about the anticipation mm-hmm. about being where you are and being you know just bored but being able to. But have see, your even even replicating the exact same trip as as I did as a child, which last summer I literally went to Nebraska to right, visit right. family. Right. I had such a good time. I was able to actually carry on adult conversations with my aunts and my uncles, like people who I'd quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, known my whole life. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, you're forced into those situations and you're like, you know, the, how's school? Good. You have friends? Yeah. Like that's that's the that's pretty much it. And it's oh oh wow you have a trampoline and then you never see me for the rest of the trip because I'm jumping on the trampoline. It's it's weird how being an adult entitles you to speak to people normally <laughs> and to actually have relationships. Well, right? you, you do see the trampoline <laughs> out of the corner of your eye, but you have to wait until much later and yeah. you have to you have to actually engage in conversation. But I legitimately enjoy that. My wife and I talk about that trip. How on paper it's like you went to the Nebraska to visit some aunts and uncles who you didn't know. It was such a great trip. Right. And I don't know if it was because I, I was like, I'm thinking I'm paying for all of this and I'm just enjoying the idea of the trip and I'm not at home. I'm not at work. Like I'm just, this is something different that I get to experience for about a week or so. And then I come back home and then I resume my regular schedule. Say, and that's a good point when it comes to being an adult that a vacation you're vacationing from so many more things it's as an so adult true. than you are as a kid. Yeah. As a kid, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to school today. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't get to see my friends as much, but that's right. about it. Like, I don't have homework for a week. That sounds awesome. As an adult, there's, you know, a dozen more things. It's true. I guess that just means we had better friends when we were kids. Well, you know, that's another episode. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're on the same page yeah. for the first time. Look at That's this! That's incredible. You know what we did? You know what we did successfully today? We took it from nah to steam it up. <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're, you're doing us a favor. I, I will feel really bad about it. I will too.